Welcome to the intersection of faith and the culture. It's Wall Builders Live. We appreciate you joining us today. You can learn more at our website, wallbuilderslive.com. We actually have two websites, so you can go to wallbuilderslive.com for the radio information. That'll give you a list of the stations across the nation where you can hear us. It'll also give you the archives, so you can go back in and catch up on programs you might have missed. Maybe you want some good news. If you need some good news, we've got those Good News Friday programs, and there's a ton of them there on the website. Maybe you've got some foundational questions about the Constitution or how this system works or how you apply certain biblical principles to the culture. Well, every Thursday, we answer your questions on those things. We call it Foundations of Freedom Thursday, and that's in the archives as well. So you can go back and listen to those programs, or you can send your question in to radio at wallbuilders.com, and we'll get to those on Thursday. So all of that information and archives and everything else at wallbuilderslive.com, also the place to make your contribution. So if you like what you hear, you want us to want to help us teach and inspire and equip folks across the country to apply biblical principles to the culture, then your donation helps make that happen. So you can do that at wallbuilderslive.com as well. It can be a one-time or a monthly contribution. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody across the country that's been doing that. The other website is wallbuilders.com. That's our main website. That's where you can get a wealth of information, all kinds of great tools, uh, daily news available there as well. Just a good place to be plugged in. Make sure you're on that email list so that you're getting information. We don't bombard you just once in a while, but it's good information when we send it to you. So check that out at wallbuilders.com. And then lastly, uh, you can check out at our radio site. You can learn more about us. David Barton, of course, America's premier historian. Tim Barton, national speaker and pastor and president of Wall Builders. My name is Rick Green. I'm a former Texas legislator and America's constitution coach. You can learn more about all three of us at the website, wallbuilderslive.com. And then very last uh, little kind of commercial here for you, if you will, of uh, ways that you can get involved. Um, There's so many things that you can do, by the way. Don't ever think the problem's too big. I can't do anything about it. Uh, you know, I can't turn this thing around. Washington's too big or your state capital's too big. No, listen, every single one of us as citizens, we have a role to play in this. And you have a voice. You have a voice. Make sure that your values are heard, that they're counted. Obviously, that means voting. And our special guest today, Jack Hibbs, we're going to be talking about that and how important it is to turn out on Election Day. Some of the big things that are happening in California specifically We'll be talking to Jack about, but you know what's happening in your neighborhood as well, right there in your state. So make sure you're showing up to vote. Make sure you're not only showing up to vote, but that you're getting other people to vote as well, that you're posting you know, on your social media and telling people who you're voting for so that they know who to vote for as well. Make sure that you're taking those steps. That makes you a force multiplier. So one of the things that, that I want to encourage you to do is become a constitution coach. So after the election, you're staying engaged and you're getting people in your community engaged. A lot of people after this election are either going to kind of let let up and let down and be like, okay, it's all taken care of, or they may feel like, I don't know what to do next. I was so engaged in the, in the campaigns and helping to get people elected or defeat propositions like Prop 1 in California, uh, and they're going to be looking for something to do. You can provide that by hosting them in your home or at your church or wherever you want to do the class, and we call it Biblical Citizenship in Modern America. Biblical Citizenship in Modern America, over half a million people going through these classes. It's phenomenal what's happening. It's an awakening in the church and across the country, and you can be the catalyst to bring that to your community. So check that out at our websites today as well. Uh, and then actually, I said that was the last thing. Let me let me talk about one more thing, because I'd love to have dinner with you on my front porch. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to do two of these, uh, one at the end of November, one at the beginning of December, and it's the uh, Constitutional Defense Course. You know, you've heard me talk about it here on the program. David and Tim have talked about it, brought their families out. It's, a, it's an incredible experience. You get good handgun defense training from the best instructors on the planet and constitution training in the evenings. I do that part, and uh, it's just a fun time, and it's good fellowship. I'm telling you, you'll be around some great people from across the nation. We've never done this at my house. We've never done one before 
in my area, or at least we haven't in 10 years. We did one with just some friends and family 10 years ago. But uh, at any rate, it's a five-day course. You can learn more at patriotacademy.com. And the first night is at my home. So if you watch Front Porch Live on Tuesday nights, um, then you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't watch Front Porch Live, that's once a week in the evenings on Tuesday nights. I just kind of ran about the good, the bad, and the ugly from my front porch. We call it Front Porch Live. Been doing that a couple of years. Lots of folks that uh, um, enjoy that and, and, and that have been a part of that. If you've seen that, then that's where we're going to have dinner. So the people coming to this class, we're going to have dinner on my front porch. I'd love for you to be a part of that. So check it out. PatriotAcademy.com is going to be a small group. In fact, um, you know we've only got a few seats left. So if you want to participate, you need to get online and get registered. You can do that at PatriotAcademy.com. Click on that picture that says Constitutional Defense. It's a picture of, I think it's Matt Walsh and myself shooting at, uh, at, at, at one of these classes. But uh, click on that picture, and it'll take you to the page and give you all the information. Okay, quick break. We've got Jack Hibbs coming up. When we come back from the break, you are listening to Wobblers Live. Hey guys, we want to let you know about a new resource we have at Wall Builders called The American Story. For so many years, people have asked us to do a history book to help tell more of the story that's just not known or not told today. And we would say very providentially, in the midst of all of the new attacks coming out against America, whether it be from things like the 1619 Project that say America is evil and everything in America was built off slavery, which is certainly not true, or things like even the Black Lives Matter movement, the organization itself, not not the statement Black Lives Matter, but the organization that says we're against everything that America was built on and this is part of the Marxist ideology. There's so many things attacking America. Well, is America worth defending? What is a true story of America? We actually have written and told that story. Starting with Christopher Columbus, going roughly through Abraham Lincoln, we tell the story of America not as the story of a perfect nation or a perfect people, but the story of how God used these imperfect people and did great things through this nation. It's a story you want to check out. Wallbuilders.com, The American Story. Welcome back to Wall Builders Live. Thanks for staying with us. I love, I love, I love Pastor Jack Hibbs in California. This guy is on the front lines. He is a warrior for Christ and uh, just a great encouragement to us here at Wall Builders. And you've seen him in the Biblical Citizenship in Modern America course and uh, probably seen him on some other programs all over the country as well. But God bless you, Jack Hibbs. Thank you so much for some time today. Rick, listen, I love it. Thanks for standing, brother. Hey, man, right back at you. And uh, I I was just in California. There's an energy there right now that I've I've never felt. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's honestly, it feels better there than than most red states I go to. So thank you for standing and all the other pastors that you've got standing. And um, I, I mean, people from from all you know sects of the faith uh, stepping up and, and saying no to this nonsense that's going on. But you've got a ballot initiative that most people outside of California don't know about, and maybe a lot of our listeners in California don't know about, uh, and it's horrific. So tell us about this Prop One thing and what what they're trying to do on abortion in California. Yeah, you know, absolutely. First of all, you're exactly correct. Very few people know about it, and that's by design, Rick. Uh, it has been basically media blacked out, uh, but we're doing everything to counter that. And so we would really love everybody's prayers and support on this. Rick, you're talking about Proposition 1. This is Gavin Newsom's invention. Proposition 1 will amend the state constitution if passed on November 8th. And Proposition 1 is uh, titled as Reproductive Freedom. But the exact opposite is, is true. It is absolute tyranny. And here's the reason why, Rick, everybody needs to go and search this out to see if I'm telling the truth. Proposition 1 is passed. It is an amendment to the state constitution that will give thumbs up to the abortion uh, of a child from conception to birthday. Mm. The day of the baby's birth, the, the parent can say, 
I, I do not want this child. And the bill there states uh, that the life is to be terminated. Forget about, uh, forget about adoption. It's not even mentioned. Wow. The, ch- the child's to be terminated. 40 weeks. Listen, we just had somebody on staff. Their baby was born 21 weeks. At 21 weeks, that child is surviving and doing fantastic. This is an absolute death cult bill. We've been told by our legal counsel that they've never seen anything this violent in America. And it's Gavin Newsom's. He has spent $2 million of his own money wow. to see the success of this be passed. And so we're doing everything we can. We're asking churches in California. Everybody, by the way, knows somebody in California. Call your friends, call your pastors, and get them to stand up and speak up about the defense of the unborn child. We're doing everything we can. Uh, Happy to report we are now blanketing the state of California with electronic billboards. Uh, San Francisco, Oakland, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, San Diego, Los Angeles, and then freeways up and down the state saying stopprop1.com. Go to stopprop1.com and find out how we can actually stop this demonic, literally demonic bill. Stopprop1.com. And, and, and for all of our listeners outside of California, you know someone in California. Get that link. Send it to your friends and family all throughout California and encourage them not only to go vote against this, but get people there to vote against it. Jack, this sounds like, I mean, this would be the worst abortion law in the country, right? I mean, I heard people yes, talk yes. about filing a bill in, in, in Maryland and other stuff for, you know, 28 days past, but that was one legislator filing. It didn't become law. This is on the ballot in California to become abortion up until the birth date. This is unbelievably yeah. evil. It's not only on the ballot. You know, usually, Rick, we have to work hard to get something on the ballot here. We have to do petition writing campaigns. We have to, we have to get, you know, uh, some sort of, of um, you know, movement. You get so many, what, 700,000, a million signatures to get something on the ballot. You know how this got on the ballot? Gavin Newsom had it be put on the ballot. No kidding. I mean, this guy, this guy, and, and, and if people think, well, that's why I moved out of California, let me tell you something. Gavin Newsom's coming to a town near you because right. he's got presidential aspirations on top of the fact that we know for a fact, Rick, that there are states that are watching what happens regarding Prop 1 to yep. see about adopting this type of action in their state. Yep. And we all know, friends, that what happens in California doesn't stay in California. Yeah. But like Rick said... I have ne- I've been here all my 65 years of life. I have never seen an energy level among good people, good citizens, Christians are lit up, and um, we have, we're excited. But yeah. here's the cool thing. We're standing for biblical truth. If, we, if this whole effort of ours goes down in flames, we still win in the end, because this is truth. We are speaking up for those who have no voice. We are, we are fighting for those who are destined to be crushed. We, exactly as Scripture says, that's what we're doing, Rick. I love it. I love it. I, you know, I, I got to ask you a technical question on the when you go in and vote for something like this. A lot of times they write it in a way that you you get confused and you can't tell yeah. which way is which. You know, if you vote yes, it's, anyway, is that an issue on this one? Do people need to really understand? Just vote no. Just vote no on Prop One. Or um, when they go in there, will it be pretty clear? If I vote yes on this thing, I'm voting pro-abortion. If I vote no, I'm voting pro-life. Yeah, exactly. But believe it or not, it's only three sentences. It's very simple, and it but it says it this way: uh, He, Gavin Newsom, wants you to vote yes on Prop One for reproductive freedom and rights. Okay, and so that and that that the decision, the decision should not be a governmental decision, but a decision between uh, the caregiver 
and the individual. Uh, it's very vague. Uh, wow. so there's, it's, there's not, it's not too convoluted or fancied up. Just know this. If Gavin Newsom is for it, vote against it. It's no on Prop 1. No, we do not want our state's constitution amended to enshrine forever this murderous act. And here's the amazing thing, Rick, which is very, very interesting. Gavin Newsom had this written up before Roe v. Wade was overturned in D.C. not too long ago. Okay? He was already ahead of this, fearing that Roe v. Wade would be overturned. But the funny, weird thing was, in California, Roe v. Wade being overturned didn't change a thing here. Remember that. This state is an abortion state. Yeah. What he did was, and this is, this is what I believe, sin always overplays its hand. Sin, evil, has no self-control. That's a virtue. Evil has no virtue. It wasn't enough for California to be a, an abortion state. What Gavin Newsom did was take advantage of the narrative and say, look what California is doing. We are going to become the nation's sanctuary state for abortions. He signed into law SB 107, Rick, last month, that invites from all 49 other states, if even a minor, I don't see how this is legal. How can this possibly happen? But he signed it. A minor can come to California. I'm going to pay for that. They can come for hormonal replacement therapy. They can come for sex change operations and housing uh, at, on my bill. Wow. I'll pay for it. The citizens will pay for it. And they do not need parental notification if they come. The moment they cross the state of California, that kid is now protected by California law. I don't see how that can be legal in America. But SB 107 is what Gavin Newsom uh, signed into law. We've got a governor here that is demonic, that, that almost... It, he's almost a character out of the Old Testament. Yeah, it's like we're worshiping Moloch here. I mean, it, it, exactly. it's, it is crazy. Every I, Christian should wake up and realize, oh my gosh, Jesus is right. The Bible's right. As it was in the days of Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah, it's going to be like that when he returns. We're living it right now in California. My hope is this, Rick. There's a lot of um, uh, people who love Jesus in California, and believe it or not, outside of Frisco, outside of Oakland and Los Angeles— this state is a very conservative state. I know that blows people's minds. But when you look at the uh, post-election data, California is red, except in downtown Frisco, Los Angeles, and Oakland. Yeah. And uh, people need, and I do believe people are voting. Listen, in California, you can do a ballot collection, Rick. Uh, we call it ballot collection. Uh, the Democrats passed this law in the state. It's called ballot harvesting. Yeah. Uh, and so we took advantage of it. Oh, and, and I, I remember interviewing you in 2020, yeah. and I was so glad. You were saying, hey, if, if this is the law. They passed the law. We're going to beat yeah. them at their own game. This is perfectly legal. We're going to do it. And, and y'all jumped on it at, 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 at Chino. And I mean, I can't remember how many thousands of votes y'all y'all were 18, able to. Oh, 18,000. Wow. 18,000. Listen, here's the funny thing. I think I told you this before. Uh CBS News, Fox News, uh, uh, NBC, they all came out to capture us on a Sunday morning doing illegal ballot activity. <laughs> they came out and they covered it and they said, there's no story here. There's nothing here. And then the Democrats in California who created the bill, we beat them at their own game. So they threatened to sue us. And then they found out they had nothing to sue us about. We wound up doing uh, their thing safer than anybody else. It's all under watchful eyes. It's under armed guard on campus. We've had, we have state-approved steel boxes where the believers come on a Sunday morning and vote. 
And it's, it's all documented, and um, it's working perfectly. Here's the problem, or I should say, here's the answer. If every church in California did this, California would turn conservative in a minute. Yep. I just need every church in California to do it. You've inspired a ton of churches. I was just at uh, our mutual friends, uh, Jurgen and Leanne, at uh, Awaken yeah. Church in uh, in San Diego, and uh, and they were doing it. Um, it was uh, it was a beautiful thing to see. I, I, I love that wisdom. Why is this serpents harmless as doves? This is the way we have to fight. Um, I I, I want to you know you, you talked about you said something a few minutes ago that that I think is so spot on. They they don't have self control. And I was just yeah. saying this in a speech the other day. The left is they're spoiled, selfish, no self control people, and so they always push too far. And they've awakened the giant. I mean, this child mutilization stuff that they're doing. Yep. I mean, it's they've gone so crazy that millions of Americans have awakened. And we have an opportunity here, a window, to convert those millions of Americans that are now paying attention to the biblical principles of liberty and get them to to, to do the right thing and, and be good citizens. Uh, so I'm actually excited about the fact that they push so far. It's, it's disgusting. I'm righteously angry at it, but I'm joyful because I, I think God's really doing something cool here. It sounds like you're experiencing the same thing. Well, and I'm so grateful to you because of your uh, incredible outreach and ministry that has exploded over the last couple of years of getting people constitutionally wise yeah. is absolutely awesome. And so what's, what's taking place is that citizens are rising up. They're taking back their school boards, for example. And even in our own town, we are under uh, direct attack by Planned Parenthood funding local uh, hand-picked candidates to try to overthrow our school board. So what are we doing about it as a church? As a church, I'm faithful to teach the Bible, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, expositionally. But if the Bible is alive and real, and if the Holy Spirit is alive and real, it's no stretch for me that when in Romans chapter 6, for example, when Paul mentions righteousness, it's easy for me, Rick, to say righteousness is doing the right thing. For example, we have candidates that are running on a vote yes platform to kill babies. That's unrighteousness. Church, I'm asking you, and so is the Apostle Paul, to not only believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, but to put your faith in action, thereby go do righteousness, which yes. means vote against a pro-death candidate. That's how you do righteousness in the 21st century. And people are getting it. They're waking up and saying, my gosh, I've always wondered what it meant to do righteously. Now I know. Thank you, Pastor. We don't have to convert the flock. We just need to give them the word, and then the pastor, just give them a thumbs up and let your people go do their righteousness for Christ's name. And they're excited to do it. Uh, you know, they've almost the left has almost made it easy for us in terms of uh, of, of describing yep. the issues, right? I mean, used to it was nuance, and you were you'd have to try to explain why this thing would lead to evil. Now the evil's right in front of us, and they yeah. get it when you, like you're saying, when the pastor speaks up and and uh, and and teaches these things, and more and more of them yep. are doing that. It, it's uh, it's critical, man. We need we need the men of Issachar. We need people that understand the times exactly. and know what to do. So it's exactly. uh, man, it's it's exciting to see you know, Pastor. Uh, very very important election. Obviously, um, uh, this ballot initiative is is so obvious. I mean, this should be people should be able to figure this out very easily to vote no on this. Um, uh, uh, in terms of of leadership and and Congress and even your state assembly there in California, uh, so many important things, so many important races on the ballot. Um, we don't expect California to go red necessarily, but there's a lot of districts that can be taken back. What do you what are you kind of predicting yourself as you're watching what's happening across California? Exactly what you just said. Uh, we, we, we see 
for the first time, Rick, in fact, we talked about this before you and I, we see in this election, in this midterm, in California, more believers running for local offices, state assembly and state senate uh, than we have ever seen in our 33 years of being involved in what we're doing. This is the most. We've got people who literally have said... On, on film, by the way, because we play this, part of our announcements on Sunday mornings during the election season is we have vetted these individuals, and they have a 30-second plea to the body of Christ to, here's the reason why you should vote for me. And we are seeing people say, you know what, I've seen enough. I, can't, uh, my, uh, I, I go to church in this town or, or wherever, and I heard, I heard Pastor Jack lay out the challenge, and I'm running for office. These, these things are transpiring, and we've got guys uh, and gals that are running for office that um, we're talking about some pretty heavy positions. We've, we've got, for example, Mark Moisier. He's a believer. He's an attorney. And he said, that's it. I'm running. I'm running for the Senate. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run. And this guy's highly qualified, and they're going for it. Now, here's awesome. the thing, Rick. We can only put the people forward, Right. We can, we can endorse, and at least I do, uh, I endorse and, and I encourage the body, uh, then the end result is with God. Amen. Here's the thing. No matter what happens, Rick, I've done my part. Uh, I'm, my hands are clean. Duty is ours, results are God's. And, and, and even in those races, you know, where even, even if some of these candidates don't win in November, they, they have championed the cause, they have converted people, they've brought, brought the truth yep. to the, to, you know, and, it, and it's a... Uh, it, it's it's an incremental effect. In other words, there's not going to be, even though there'll be a tsunami this year nationally. I think you don't change everything overnight. This stuff takes time. And California has, you know, drifted so far left. It, but it's been years. It took years to do that. And if all those people you're talking about will get involved, the churches will do their part over time. It's not going to happen overnight, but over time, I believe California can can come back. I think you can you can win California back. But it's going to take. Uh, these kind of people stepping up and, and running, and sometimes running and losing, but then getting back in the fight. But during that race, they've gotten people to pay attention. I mean, I didn't expect to win my first race for legislature. I thought it was going to take two times to win. I lost on election night by 20 votes out of 30,000, had a recount and won. So I did lose and win first time, but I didn't expect to win the first time. So I, I'm not you know, wow. saying we celebrate a loss when if some of these people lose. I'm just saying what's happening is really, really healthy and good when you say more Christians running than ever before. That's That's good news. I, Rick, I'm telling you, people are going to think I'm nuts, but I'm telling you right now, there's an atmosphere in California where people are just flat out fed up, but they're not depressed about it. This is what's amazing to me. They're fed up, and I'm talking about independent, Republican, and Democrat, fed up. Remember, we did a, we did a Rasmussen poll, 79%, 79% of eligible voters in California said that the Democrat Party has gone too far. And 70% of those were Democrats. Wait, 79% of Californians said they had gone too far. And 70% of Democrats? 7-0%. Rasmussen poll that we commissioned several months ago. This could be a generational shift, Jack. I mean, this is huge. you got to remember something. If you are a very left-leaning progressive and you have a $2 million home in San Francisco, which is normal, that's no big, that's no big deal. You now have lost property value, and there's a good chance that your business like Starbucks, CVS, uh, Waba Grill, uh, those stores have shut down. They're shutting down. Many have closed down. In the city of San Francisco, over five Starbucks in one month had to be closed. 
And all of a sudden, Mr. Woke, leftist progressive, can't get his latte because of crime. Rick, (laughs) I was there two weeks ago, and in the middle of broad daylight was probably a tricked-out BMW at a stoplight. I'm going to say this was a $120,000 BMW, got its back window smashed out and the contents taken out of the back seat in daylight. And even now the Democrats are saying, wait a minute, I'm done dealing with the fecal matter on my streets with Mm. needles, and my car is now broken into. I've had enough. And this is, I think it's hit rock bottom. They're basically saying I've had enough quail. It's coming out my nose. I'm done. Yes. Yes. Oh, Jack, that is great news, man. I, I I think we live in uh, exciting times. As Ronald Reagan said years ago, I'm glad I don't live in pale and timid times. And uh, and I'm thrilled to, we at Wall Builders are, love locking shields with you, brother. Keep up the great work. We're looking forward to some great news out of this election and would love to get you back for a recap uh, in the next you know couple of weeks. So so God Anytime. bless you. Keep Anytime. it up and and, uh, and, and, <laughs> and let's get let's get folks turned out. That's Jack Hibbs. God bless you, brother. Thanks for coming on. God bless you, Rick. Thanks. Oh, what a blessing to have Jack Hibbs with us today. I tell you, you, you can feel the joy and the energy and the excitement. And it's regardless, as he was saying, regardless of what the outcome of the election is. Duty is ours, results are God's. Y- y- y'all have heard us say that a million times here on Wall Builders Live. And, of course, you've heard the, the, the story of John Quincy Adams. I'm not going to repeat all that right now. Uh, if you don't remember it, go take one of our Constitution classes or, or a ton of our different materials where we tell that story. But it is such an important attitude to have as we go into these elections. I'm, I'm optimistic. I think some really good things are going to happen. But duty is ours, results are God. So no matter what the results turn out to be, it doesn't change our duty. We stay in the fight. So even now, as we're days away from this very important election, make sure that you're thinking past the election and saying, what am I going to do when this election's over? Now, what's my next step? I recommend hosting a Constitution class, host biblical citizenship in modern America, in your home, at your church, and keep the energy going. So right after the election, say to your friends and family, okay, folks, okay, we, we, we did that. We got this result. Now let's go do more. Let's make sure that we're staying engaged in the process. So if you're not already a Constitution coach, if you're not already participating with us in that way, a reminder that you don't have to know anything about history, the law, Constitution, any of that, we'll train you. It, it's very easy. You just get the people in the room. The videos will do the teaching. And Jack Hibbs does a big part of that in the class. Of course, David and Tim Barton, Kirk Cameron, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, Jeremy Boring, Congressman Barry Loudermick. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's a fun, entertaining class. But man, people come and they get hope. They get engaged. They have action steps they can take. And they get to be a part of restoring biblical values and constitutional principles. And you can be the catalyst to make that happen in your community. Check it out today at PatriotAcademy.com. Thanks so much for listening today to Wall Builders Live. We stand undivided forever.